retro rebel gamecast is brought to you by templeofgeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. you can find all our episodes and fill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at templeofgeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Amanda, and today I'm joined again by special repeat guest host, Steve. Welcome back, Steve. I'm back again. Let's go. Back again. So Hell last yeah. week, and literally last week, we talked about uh, the best PS4 games of all time, and then we recorded a part two, which was unusual. So we are oh, back man. to We're re-record. Back part two to ensure that you get your content so uh once again we're doing quick little bite-sized 20 to 30 minute podcasts to help you guys digest our content more fully so let us know what you think about these shorter times to recap what we talked about last week so we looked at playstation exclusives we didn't allow games that start off as multi-platform although it's okay if they become multi-platform in the future and we allowed in (laughs) ps3 or ps2 titles that were improved or remastered for the ps4 stroke ps5 because they're now ported over and last week we talked about in no particular order death stranding Bloodborne, The Tomorrow Children, and that soundtrack, God of War, Nio, Ratchet and Clank, and The Ghosts of Tsushima. And uh, you said that the best game, if someone could only play one of those off that list, they should do Death Stranding. No question about it. Oh, yeah. So for this week, we're going to be talking about a new batch of games and we are going to kick off with The Last Guardian. Now, this is the boy and the do- the dog sort of the, dog. The boy dog and the big or, thing, yeah. The, the boy and his boy. Last Guardian trademark. Oh, yeah. It follows on from Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. It's the third game in that kind of series, if you like, although the, all three of them are, are kind of unrelated, though they're all set in the same sort of world. But it is... It's pretty good. It's uh, it's one of those artsy type games. You know, it, it it was like twelve years in development or something ridiculous. It was a very long time coming. The Last Guardian. And a lot of people were looking forward oh, wow. to it after the success of Shadow of the Colossus, being as that was a such a good one. Um, and this one's good too. Anyone can play it. It's one of those accessible games. You know, you got like three buttons. There's a lot of climbing sort of stuff, like Uncharted type climbing on ledges and that, um, and puzzle solving between you and the and the big creature. Essentially, it's a you know. It's like a never-ending story type vibe, you know, a, a little kid and then the, the huge, you know, Say my monster. Name, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> that film is so scary, but uh, yeah, man, I love that film. Man, I, I I have a weird obsession with childhood films that are absolutely terrifying. Toy Story, man, absolutely, <laughs> really, really scary. But that's you know, different podcast for that one. Last Guardian, great one, great game. Now, also on this list, and you briefly just mentioned it, is Shadow of the Colossus. So what sort of makes these two similar, both worthy of the title, different? Like, why are they both on here? 
Well, they control very much the same. Uh, you got the climbing sort of mechanics. A lot of these games revolve around the movement, um, the the movement, the running, the climbing, the jumping sort of thing. But Shadow of the Colossus is a little different in that um, it is one little kiddo turns up with a, a nice horse. Horse is your friend in this one, not big creature. It is in fact horse is your best friend. Um, it's a bit of horse riding mechanic, although not not too much. The main thing you do is fight these big colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. There's uh, I. Can't remember off the top of my head. It's like 14, 15, 16 of them at a time. These huge, gigantic things. You don't know whether they're animal, beast, or uh, mechanical, you know, stone, golem types, if there's magic involved. But essentially, follows a boy's journey to take down all these colossus. Um, you can only assume, in the name of love, there's a lady he's got to bring back from the dead. And at this temple, supposedly, you can do that. But uh, it... It's a it's a shout out to Clover Studios before they they got absorbed by Capcom. Um, Clover Studios, oh my god, they made some of the greatest games back in the day on a PS2. Shadow of the Colossus was um, remastered, of course. Play the remaster because it's not just a they slap HD textures on it and that's it's the same game. They literally do build it from the ground up and it controls a little bit differently. It is great, great one, great remake on the PS4. That one. A lot of these remakes now we get, right? We're in the age of remakes, and Shadow of the Glosses is a is definitely a good one. Okay. Now, the next one, and I believe last week I pronounced it wrong, so I'm going to try to do it right. Nino Kuni? Yeah, Nino Kuni, man. Um, I'm not huge on the, the anime vibe or the anime game, and that is what this is. It's like a nice, cutesy anime Pokemon game. Um, I, I have had a friend I that... I have had a friend that bangs on about Nino Kuni every goddamn day I talk to them. And it's a great one, to be honest. Um, I played a little bit. I, I watched them play through it mostly. But it's it's Pokemon. It's nice, cutesy anime Pokemon. Um, got some cool mechanics, yeah. but it plays very similar um, to good old Pokemon. But it's good. That's a good one. The music's there. The, it looks nice. It's got those soft textures. Yeah, nice one. Mm. Nice, good, good game. I recently played a Pokemon-style game on the Xbox, which was uh, Nexomon. Fucking loved it. Thought it was great. Nexomon? <laughs> Never heard of that one, I've got to be Nexomon. honest. Yeah, I mean, Nexomon. it's basically a exact Pokemon sort of riff. Like, Can't put the word it's, mon it's, in anything without, yeah. without, you know, harking back a bit, I feel. <clears throat> oh, cool. I, I think that's accurate. Um, yeah. So number four on your list is Journey. So oh, I've not yeah. heard of Journey. Whew. Journey, though. There is a big <laughs> spoiler, and I will avoid it if you have not played Journey, but it has been out for a while now. I believe it came out very close to PS4's launch, if it wasn't the launch game itself. But what what a fantastic idea for a game. You just run around and jump, and that's it. Um, you play as a nice little red cloak dude in the desert, and you got to run around do little puzzles and jumping and it's pretty lonely game it starts off quite somber you know you get the feeling that it's old ruined civilization in the desert but halfway through you meet another little red dude and you do a little journey together sick it and there's a big twist at the end they don't tell you at all you will never guess what the twist is in journey ever but it is it is so good. Austin Wintry on the soundtrack for this one. Great composer. I've had a few conversations with him myself. Said you did a fantastic job. He did another game, um, a little pixel game with a with a heist, sort of bank heist sort of vibe. Really good one. Also on the PlayStation. But I can't remember what that one's called. Forgive me off the top of my head. 
But Austin Wintry on the soundtrack, the graphics are there, the gameplay is very good, very artsy, very short as well. It's only about an hour and a half, two hours long. And the twist at the end, <laughs> great one. If you haven't played Journey, <laughs> you've got to. Right. Okay. Right. I love a I love a quick accessible game. I think yeah, that you yeah, could play you know, on like a commute to Newcastle or something, yeah, you know. It it's now on PC as well, so it's more accessible, but it started out as a launch title. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um now yeah. number five on your list is Kina Bridge of Spirits. Ooh. What's this on the oh, I can't take this list. So many good Kena Bridge of Spirits, though. <laughs> this is such a goddamn, like, obscure one. I've got to be honest, I, I haven't heard anyone talking about Kena. I've only just recently learned about it myself, despite it being out for, like, about a year, year and a half, two years. Um, it, it is on the PlayStation. It is on the PlayStation 4. Uh, it has only just recently come to PC, I believe, in the last year. But, oh, my God. If you played Ori and the Blind Forest and you wanted more, this is the game you play. It's a little bit different. Um, it's a 3D game. Uh, it's got very, like, Pixar-type graphics is the only way I can describe it. looks like a Pixar film. Right. Um, you, you're oh, like wow. this cool little lady that runs around and runs around in the woods, and she, she's got to guide the spirits to the other side. She's a spirit guide. Cool story. Is great, this the one great, with the cute little furry-looking Cute thing? little fat like dudes. That? Uh, her friend, so I, I like these games they where you're a dude and you have a little friend. Her little friend is these little fat boys, the rock boys. And it That's is so, so goddamn good. It, the soundtrack is there, let me tell you. A uh, music producer I have no idea about, but I will now after having played their game. It is great. Be warned, though, it will kick your ass. This game is super hard. Like, it, oh, wow. it projects itself as this cutesy little... Uh, run around and there's Pixar dudes with big anime eyes? No. This game controls exactly like Dark Souls. It's parries, there's dodge rolls, and then you lock on and <laughs> oh, do the Jesus. 3D fighting. It controls exactly like Souls. So if you if, if you want to get your ass kicked, but also have a nice story, this is the one you play. Great one, though. Oh my <laughs> god. If you've so never heard of it. I would just be so sad to see such cute little fat boys, and then cute little fat boys, oh uh, cute little fat boys i'm like oh is this the first enemy cool bang instantly dead welcome to the fucking game like god i was like what's going on i got blasted but great one though like so good hits all bases in that's my opinion. so funny yeah man so the next one on your list i remember from last week i briefly reminded you that there's actually a sequel to horizon zero dawn horizon forbidden west which if you haven't played it you should go and play it because you would love Mm. this game if this one is on your list yeah i mean i i I guess i gotta um i put horizon zero dawn on the list because i didn't know there was a sequel last week you told me now i know the truth but i thought it was like dlc or like an expansion right like um they did a like a winter expansion for horizon zero dawn can't remember what that's called but um no man i played zero dawn uh when it when it first came out uh just sitting around bored one day and thought oh this looks good and it came out around that sort of time when we had a bunch of 3d adventure games like arkham asylum uh ghost of tsushima there's uh, the spider-man gets tons of these 3d adventure games out and i'm like you know fuck it i'll try one i guess this looks good and you know what it was good um it's fantastic horizon zero dawn great the story lost me just a little bit like not not that interesting, like nothing like new or groundbreaking as far as the story is concerned. But the graphics, the gameplay, the sound design on the big robos, it's like there's a bunch of monsters around, but they're all robots of like 
creatures that have gone extinct, right? It's super future, but yeah. the, the people you play as are like primitive society slash super future. Like technology is like magic. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. Like yeah, like it's good. Very good game. Very accessible. Yeah, I think uh, in the new one, the graphics are like so good that you can even see mm. the Velus hairs on the protagonist's yeah, face. You know, true. like the really soft hairs we all have. It's so crazy, like what they have managed to do now. Obviously, Horizon Forbidden West was a launch title for the PS5, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's backwards compatible as well because so few people yeah. have access to a PS5 there's at the date shortages. of recording, which is yeah. November the first, twenty twenty-two. It's real. Yeah, it's pretty mm. crazy. Um, all right, so uh, we're nearing the end of the second list that you provided the next yes. one is and you bang on about this game little big Planet. oh yeah oh yeah little big planet oh my god years of my life down the drain to little big planet i used to play this all the time stephen fry coming in with the vocals this guy talks you through he is a national treasure here in the uk if you don't know who stephen fry is absolutely look him up he is sent from the heavens themselves to see us through to the future. Um, but he narrates this game. It's a platformer. It's like you jump around and do little puzzles. You can like grab onto stuff yeah. as a mechanic, as a button to grab stuff. But the real treasure in Little Big Planet is not just playing through the story. It is making your own levels. It is multiplayer in the sense that, yeah, you can sit down with four other people, four people at a time, and sit down and play through the levels. But you can make your own. It, it, it's like a, not just like some bootleg level editor. The whole game is based around being able to make your own levels and little contraptions and stuff. Mm. Like you could put motors on stuff. If um, like it, it is, it is great. Like hours of my life spent messing around and making little contraptions with a, a buddy of mine. We would sit down and play little big planet all the goddamn time. And now I learn this is a PlayStation list, right? Little big planet's got its origins on the PlayStation, but there is now that I've learned, a uh, little big planet game on a PC, Sackboy Adventures or something. Um, I'm looking oh, wow. to play that soon. Yeah, but uh, little big planet. There's one, two, and three. There's three of them out at the moment. Um, I'll be honest, I have not played the third one, but the first and second one are fantastic. So I imagine the third one would be as well, to be honest. But uh, oof, my boy Stephen Fry, big fan. <laughs> he has a very Shout soothing out. and yeah, I mean, he tone. He obviously listens to the to the podcast every week, so you know, shout outs to my boys. Obviously, you know, we're best friends. I talk to him all the time. Amazing. And then the last one on your list before I ask you a few questions about yeah. this topic in general is the remaster of the original Crash Bandicoot. Ooh, yeah. So again, um, we're in the age of remasters and remakes. I've got to be honest, Hollywood looking a bit creatively bankrupt at the moment. It's all just rehashes and nostalgia cashing in. But with Crash Bandicoot, I've got to be honest, you get three games for a start. You buy this for the price of a normal game. You get three. You get the first one, the second one, and the third one. It's the insane trilogy, it's called. But it's on the PlayStation. It's on a bunch of platforms, but it's on the PlayStation. Um, and it is not just an, another HD textures slapped on, re-release, whatever. It, they built it from the ground up. Uh, Naughty Dog doing us justice here, um, the developers. But it, it is great. Like It's all new. They, they've redone the music. They've redone the graphics. All the cutscenes are redone and diff done differently. Um, 
I, I'm not sure if the voices are redone. I think they are. It sounds like they are anyway. There's no crust. Like with a lot of these remakes, especially with old games, you have crust. There's like old crust left behind. And you can tell it's old compressed, you know, like MP3s of the voices they've recorded on the old CD drives. But with this, it is all brand new. It is all good. And it will kick your ass. The goddamn pig level and the bridge level. If you if you know, you know. The pig level and the bridge level, you will tear your hair out. <laughs> this goddamn Crash Bandicoot is so goddamn hard. Games in the 90s Dude, did, not, this- did not fuck around. Does the remaster give you the option to like, cause you know how like the Halo remasters, you can toggle back and forth between the old graphics and the new graphics so that you can really enjoy like what's been yeah. enhanced. Does it let you do that? No, I don't think it does. Cause the, uh, the that's, that's my favorite that, thing. Cause like in my mind, like I remember this like amazing game and I'll be playing like original Halo or whatever with the, like the remaster. And then I'll tab back. I was like, what was I playing before? Yeah. It's just blocks. Yeah, <laughs> it's just blocks. I don't think you can do that. Um, I'll correct, <laughs> you know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't think that's a feature on a crash bandicoot. I, I think purely because they have literally done it all from the ground up, they would have to do the original right. game from the ground up. Right. Like I don't, I don't know anything about game development so like don't take my word as gospel i don't know i don't know anything right you don't want to say something on the internet because that's the worst thing you can do ever so i don't know nothing <laughs> I don't but know it wasn't anything. an option <laughs> yeah i don't know nothing okay, but it wasn't well, an option but i think Right. Well, before we say goodbye to this topic, I'm going to ask the question that I'm sure everyone's going to ask, and that is, oh. where is Uncharted and where is The Last of Us? Oh, cool. Yeah, we said this last week. So, no Uncharted. I never played it. And Uncharted fits in in that category of games for me. Like, don't get me wrong. Uncharted, fantastic game. Like, I've seen a lot of the gameplay. I've seen a friend play it, but it fits into that category of game for me. It's a cover shooter, right? Like, yeah, there's these, like, cool cinematic moments. He's, like, falling out of the plane or, like, the train's hanging off of the cliff and you got to climb up while it's falling down around you. It's sick. But, like, otherwise, the other gameplay that I've seen, it's a cover shooter. You, like, sit behind cover and, like, wait to shoot the enemies when they reload the gun. I, I don't like those kind of games. Like, i got to be honest, I'm not a fan of the uh, of the cover shooter. So that's why Uncharted ain't on here. You know, uh, my own opinion, I guess, not to discredit the game, because Uncharted, it is a fantastic, it's legendary, right? Like, everyone knows and likes yeah. Uncharted. Um, and Last of Us, yeah, Last of Us, it, okay, I'm going to get blasted here. I just said, you can't say things on the internet, but The Last of Us is boring <laughs> as fuck. I'm so sorry. Oh. It, story, gr- story, great. It, it's one of those, like, accessible games that people that don't play games play, because people that do play games will say that it's boring. I want to direct all your attention to a cool dude called Video Game Donkey. Look up Video Game Donkey's review of last of us and you will know exactly what i'm talking about it is ladder simulator you you put up a ladder and listen to two people talk i'm watching a movie i'm not playing a video game it's boring like i'm sorry last of us cool story and everything yeah i've watched through the whole game i've never played it but i have watched through the whole thing cool story but i'm skipping through the bits where the actual gameplay happens and i i use the term gameplay very loosely because it is, it's boring. You don't, you don't do anything. There's nothing to interact with. Like, what's this game got crafting in it for? Why is every game gonna have fucking crafting as a mechanic? It's so pointless. Like, it's arbitrary. It's pointless. There's no stimulation. There's no gameplay. Nah, I'm. I wasn't a huge fan. I'll be honest. Last of Us. 
I was trying to look up the other game that you might also not be a fan of. And uh, gosh, what was it called? Quantum. Quantum. Quantum Break. Did you ever play that game? Quantum Break. I've got to be honest. Let's look it up. So it's funny that you say that The Last of Us is like a like a movie. So Quantum Break is actually like a cinematic experience where they have a real sort of television show filmed in between for your cutscenes. It Uh is. I mean, I love it. I was obsessed because you see different Uh things based on the decisions that you make and stuff. Um, yeah, but it's I, like an I'm, actual TV show inside a video game. Yeah, I see that. I'm seeing one thing that immediately puts me off of this game, and that is the third-person camera angle of the guy shooting the gun, sitting behind <laughs> a bunch of barrels. Third-person shoot game, sit behind the barrel, giving me uh, cover shooter vibes. I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, listen, it, there was... So, I mean, there was cover shooter elements, I have to say, but mm. I am very much a run and gun. And I think like at mm. a certain point, I, re- I remember beating the game. So I feel I feel confident that it wasn't a cover shooter because the only cover shooter mm. I know that I've ever beat is Gears of War. Gears of War, yeah. Yeah, which Gears of War has some pretty good elements, I think. Then now that they have the little ticker, there's less covery and more running. There's like there's different stuff you have to learn with Gears of War, though. Like there's different monsters and stuff, right? It's not just like shoot the guy that's reloading the gun. There's monsters and aliens and stuff, (laughs) and you chop them up and and do execution moves on them. There's a little bit there that's a little different, right? Like. Fair enough with Gears of War. I did play that one, it, like, when I was 12. <laughs> and it was good. Like, Gears of War, yeah. I've borrowed a friend's Xbox once, and it was it was good. I like Gears okay. of War. Well, I just, I I just wanted to explore the um, cover shooter narrative that's fair. briefly. I, I don't want to get I'm too just not, far off topic. But. I'm just not, like, a huge shooter person. I'm Shooting the gun is fine. Like, if we're talking Doom or something, where you run around quick and shoot the gun, and there's other stuff going on, okay, I'm in it. But if it's just shooting, and it's all you do, you know, John, John, John America, John America has to save the president and shoots the the Russian or Arabian bad guys. Yeah, I'm no, I'm good. <laughs> like I'm, I'm chilling for that. I'm, I'm oh, good. Really? <laughs> I love it. All right. I'm so good. out of this list, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked about the first list. If someone only has time to play one of these games, which is the one? I'm pretty sure last time, and I will say it again, I'm, I'm sure now, it was uh, it was either Shadow or Journey, honestly. I'm pretty sure I said Shadow of the Colossus last time, with a close second being Journey. Um I think you just, did, yeah. You just can't beat Shadow of the Claw. It is, it is, it encapsulates a lot of things about video games. It's very stimulating. There's a lot of different things to know and learn. There's like three buttons, so it's very simple and accessible. There's nice horse. You can pet the horse. It's one of the first examples of a game where you can pet the animals. Um, but it is, it's got the music, it's got the gravity, it's got the story, it's got everything. Um, with Journey being a close second, because it is also, like Journey's got two buttons. You run and you jump and that's it. Like Journey is so accessible right. too, and it is is great stimulating the music, set, the graphics, everything, and the twist at the end is so good. 
And honorable mention to Kina because it is obscure and deserves more love. And that is also a really good one. Just not as accessible. Not anyone can just pick up Kina because there's a lot of different stuff going on and that you have to learn is is overwhelming the amount of stuff it gives you. There's like fucking t- two million buttons to do all the, that you press a button and now every other button does something different. Like, I don't know. Kina, not anyone. Oh, wow. just yeah, that, that is pretty challenging, actually. Even, even my muscle memory struggles with those sort of games, especially mm. if I put it down for a day or two, I'm coming back and I've forgotten how to control the thing. So, yeah, it's, I think, it's overwhelming. Yeah, like, okay, well. It constantly, like, with Kina, though, like, if, if, you're, if you're into games and that, it constantly throws new challenges at you. It will just, out of the book, you'll just be running through the woods. Okay, little enemies I've fought before, cool. And then it will just, bang, throw something completely different at you. Just out of the blue. This isn't even a special area or anything. Or, like, you haven't been through any special checkpoints. Bang, two brand new monsters you've never fought before. Oh, my God, what, what's going on? It's so good. Constantly. Oh, my God, oh, my God, constantly. And you got the nice little boys looking it. at you the whole time. That is, I know. You sent me pictures yeah. last week. They're very, very cute. <laughs> Shadow, Shadow, all right. Journey, oh. and Kina. All, all great ones. Okay, but we're saying Shadow of the Colossus. If Shadow you only have time for one, that is, that's yes. where to start. Play it. It's good. Okay. Perfect. Well, I think that wraps up this re-recorded episode of Retro Rebel Gamecast. I want to thank Steve for coming back and talking about Hell the yeah. same games again and being just as enthusiastic as he always. was last time. So thanks for that. Always good time for <laughs> and, Temple Geek. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you. We will add all the notes for this episode on our site, templeofgeek.com. You can add to the discussion, reach out with questions, sound off in the comments, or email us at retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. And if you like what you hear, head over to where you download your podcast and subscribe so that you get each episode as it's released. And please rate us because that really helps our show. But until the next time, we will see you later. Hell yeah. Take care. It's all right.